Hello, Virgo. Thanks so much for listening. This is your audio horoscope for the new moon cycle, November 7th through 22nd. On November 7th, there is a new moon in the sign of Scorpio. For you, the sign of Scorpio rules the place in your solar chart that describes your immediate environments and the people who are around you that influence your um, perception of normalcy and your perceptive cognitive kind of habits, so to speak. So when you're a younger person, this includes your siblings, it includes the people who you go to school with and the friends that you have in your neighborhood. As you become an adult, uh, this includes your coworkers. It still probably includes your siblings. It still probably includes your neighbors. This is the general environment and atmosphere and the social interactions that you have in a day-to-day way that are potentially not chosen, but they really inform you uh, in terms of what your expectations can be and how you are going to position and identify yourself. And so this place in the chart also speaks to your mental identity and the language that you use and the way that you talk about things to yourself and to these other people. With the presence of the new moon here at a moment right before Jupiter is about to leave this sign, I'm wondering what has arisen for you um, in these areas over the course of the last year. And knowing what I know about the world that we live in and the kind of emotional processing and hopefully literacy that has been in a state of evolution over the course of the next last 12 months, one thing that comes to me is that you cannot be in daily environments uh, with people who you can't tolerate. And if you have been sharing these spaces over the last year or so, you've been learning something about what tolerance means. And over the course of the next couple of weeks, those lessons will continue to come through. These lessons have to do with your value systems, as well as your relationship to value and worth. And for a lot of us, this is social. And so some questions might come in about your value systems in contrast to other ideas about value and worth. For example, if you work somewhere with people who share very different values than yours and you find those values intolerable, something has to shift. This is a call to any and all of you who are doing jobs for corporations or other individuals who are not in alignment with integrity. I understand that a lot of us need to keep jobs to pay the bills, and sometimes there aren't other immediate options. But if you are in a situation specifically where you're working with folks who are um, destructive or you're working in some kind of way that really goes against the kind of moral fibers of your being or your uh, particular ethics or something, something will have to shift. And you need to come into a place where you are making your own meaning and where you are in a little bit more of a space of of 
um, openness and expansiveness in terms of your general environments. Same goes if you are in school somewhere, if you're in a neighborhood somewhere, if your siblings are like this. If if the people around you are lowering your vibration, if they are um, toxic relationships, if they're getting you entangled in drama, this is not the place that you want to be. If you find that you are in weird relationships with power dynamics, with money, with um, stuff that you can't really talk about because all kinds of weird other stuff is involved, these are not the kinds of places that you want to be. You need to be in relationships with people on a day-to-day level that feel sacred or that at least feel like there's opportunity for sacredness there. You need to be in relationship with other people on a day-to-day level that recognize, that, that include mutual recognition between you and these people of sacredness. And that means that uh, judgments aren't so quickly made, that there's open-mindedness, that there's uh, true and sincere effort on your part and their part to work for a better world in whatever way that makes sense. So this is one way to interpret um, this chart. Another way to interpret this is that this is something that is arriving for you in your own mental awareness, that you are getting to a place where you're recognizing the ways that your mind has been colonized and socialized and the language that you use with yourself and how that language affects you on an emotional level. And you're recognizing that you need to make some some new language for yourself. You need to give yourself some new meaning. And this is where this uh, new moon chart gets really exciting in the sense that it feels like a completion of an era. It feels like you are um, coming into a space of resolution and integrity, that you've dealt with some demons, that you've looked at your shadow, that you have uh, touched into some hurt, probably, and learned that you can move through it. And not only can you move through it, but you know something that you didn't know before. Your container is bigger and you have a deeper sense of personal power. And as we move into the next year, that sense of personal power wants to translate into an experience of expansive belonging in the world. And uh, you as a being need to uh, feel your roots spreading out into kind of the corners of the cosmos and trust that you belong here. How are you going to do this? I don't know. You're going to find out because you're going on a journey. You're going on a quest. And that's part of the story of this new moon is that we're finishing up a seven-year, almost eight-year cycle and moving into a new cycle that will really begin next spring. But on the day of the new moon, uh, it there's a kind of process that gets set off for the next couple of months, about four months of recollection and reflection. So if you can think back to the summer of 2017 and the spring of this year, 2018 and April in particular, what themes were dominant for you at that time in terms of how you 
were recognizing that you needed to care for yourself within the context of intimacy and exchange, especially when there's trust and vulnerability that's involved. What were you learning about yourself that has to do with your personal freedom, with understanding the ways that you get entangled, particularly that you might get entangled with notions of uh, what other people want, what the group is doing, how you're going to fit in, um, etc. Now is the time to be yourself, friend. Now is the time to let your freak flag fly to get out there, to be totally 110% you. Uh, If you have something to say, especially if you have something to say to the people around you, be kind, but say it. Be honest, be straightforward. You want to move into a place where you get to make your own rules and you get to decide uh, how you express your energy and you need to be in environments that um, can support that, where you can celebrate that. So that's what I have for you for now. Um, If you'd like to learn more about your personal astrology, please listen to the horoscopes for your moon and your rising sign. Listen to the horoscope, excuse me, listen to the podcast uh, for more information on this new moon and astrology in general. And the guided meditation is a tool for all of this work and a resource. There are also affirmations at embodiedastrology.com that assist you with integration of these messages. Finally, If you'd like to work more with Embodied Astrology, you can get my Zodiacal Season monthly planners. There are two weeks left in the Scorpio season. Sagittarius season is just around the corner. These planners are PDFs that you can print out and use to track and reflect your life um, in the context of planetary transits and lunar cycles. They're available to monthly subscribers, and you can sign up to be a monthly subscriber at any dollar amount at embodiedastrology.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye for now.